respect to this man nothing but respect i mean one of the youngest anrvps at def jam yeah at the time yeah yeah, yeah. I, I read up a little bit before oh, okay this too. <laughs> one of the youngest anrvps at def jam uh grammy award winning worked with everybody in the book everybody from chris brown to justin bieber to usher to <laughs> to fucking Bruno Mars has some of Bruno's Dude, greatest which is hits. which is crazy because as you're saying it um I just still remember being in like junior high watching like Usher's videos and like right you know being in awe of like man I would love to just be in that in that industry of or just want to like make music with these people and to actually do it was is kind of crazy. And not only that, because even I remember prior to you doing this. And that's why it's even crazier to see, like, we were just sitting here talking. I'm talking about your, you're like, oh, my tiny apartment. Yeah, your tiny apartment in Culver <laughs> City when you were figuring it out. And I remember Anna told me you got the other spot, uh, and then you finally got, like, the condo joint. Yep. Yeah, but it's just like, I've watched, even prior to that, you being Jermaine's assistant. Like, how many rooms, you know, and then you introduced me to Still, who's, like, one of my brothers, one of my best friends to this day, Tyrone. Yep. And it's just, like, you've connected so many dots, and you've done so many things. And cooler than how most people just, like, you know, they, they slam dunk at one thing, and that's just, like, what they do, and that's what they've spent their whole life doing. You've been in the industry, but you've touched every base of it. So when it came time for you to be the creative, right? you knew exactly how to do it and how to do it correctly. Yeah, man, I went to the best school ever, <laughs> the the school of experience. Exactly, bro. <laughs> exactly, man. Well, Ray Romulus, thank you, thank you for coming through today, dude. Thank man. you for having me, bro. Man, like, do you remember when uh, I took you and Bow Wow out once? Like JD was like, "I need you to, I need you to watch these kids," and I was like, "All right." And that was the first time I ever met you. Wait, wait, wait where did we go? We went to this house party, bro. It was you, Bow. Wow. I don't know if you remember this. I don't remember it. And y'all were just running amok. That sounds it was right. a It was a house full of just young kids, young, wild girls. Mm -hmm. And I just remember standing there like, yo, these, these kids are... Because growing up, like, my parents, they... You know, I'd never experienced, like, going to, like, house parties and shit like that. Right. Like, my parents weren't... My parents are Haitian. You know what I mean? Like, super strict. <laughs> They're like, no. No, no, no. Yeah. We're going to church. You come home. The people that you hang out with are your family. You know what I mean? Like right, right. my cousins and, you know, whatever. And like church family friends and anybody in this circle of our, how we know and how we think and how we want to raise our kids opposed yeah. to the outside world. So yeah. seeing that, I was just like, wow. <laughs> and the shit y'all were doing, I'm not even going to like say, but <laughs> let's just say y'all, it was... <laughs> Well, you, so, I'm happy you guys grow up. Grew so up. So like, here's the crazy part: the the that whole experience, even being down there uh, with Jermaine and that whole thing. Like for me, it was kind of the same way because you got to remember, like that was the first go be a kid, like really go be a kid moments I had. Like 
now that I'm older, I've realized, and I'm sure you see it, it's like, oh, I've always been like four or five years a little bit older than right. my age. Right. I've always gravitated to the like the older generation. Like even I, I loved like hanging around my parents, exactly, my grandparents. Like I loved hearing like stories because there was so many lessons in those. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's I was always I was always attached to learning from you know older you know older generations yeah because they've seen it yeah and you know and and that was my first time even like when i was out there was like hanging out with bow wow and the things that he would go do i was like yo like this is like what like i wouldn't even think to do this right because you know i've, I've been doing jay leno shows and doing blah, blah like it's like a whole different level of like no no everything's supposed to be so professional right so even jd at times would be like go be a fucking kid right. like go do some shit like cut some designs in your head go right do right right like and i'm like no 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 that sounds crazy. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, Because, yeah, because yeah, Bow would just jump out the window. Oh, he'd jump out the window. But <laughs> that's because I felt like like he had a different, it was a different kind of, he he was really big, but it wasn't as structured as, because you got to remember, right. once again, it was my parents doing this. So it's Correct. like a mix of, you're going to be professional. Also, you're Yours gonna is more structured. me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, when I first got to Atlanta, this is the first time I'm doing any, just like you said, any of this shit. Like, I'm, First off, this is the first time I've ever been in exotic cars. Right. You know what I mean? This is the first time I'm seeing. Like, I think I remember even when you did leave, I remember, like, you were at the apartment. And you were, like, I think you were, like, waiting to talk to Jermaine. But I think this is when you were about to transition and leave to and go to, go to Def, Def Jam. Jam. Yeah. yeah. That um, was crazy, too, because, man, what, what a crazy story. So, I... um. I emailed JD, right? Yeah. Because I happened to go down to the VMAs. Mm -hmm. um, I ran into L.A. Reed. He offers me the job. He's like, hey, I just I rock with you, bro. Like, I, I see you're everywhere, blah, blah, blah. Um, how would you want to be an A&R at Def Jam? And I'm like, wait a minute. You know, I'm still JD's assistant. He goes, well, I'm giving you the opportunity now to be an A&R. I was like, all right, well. I, I, this, this is my. This is what I actually want to do. You know right. what I mean? I don't want to. You know, I loved everything. The experience of being, you know, JD's assistant because I learned so much from him. Just by watching, you know how JD is. Yeah. He ain't gonna just sit and tell you how to do things. You just gotta like watch and go and absorb and all absorb this. and then take it into your own hands to figure it out. Right. But so, there's game to be soaked up so all much, around. So yeah. much game. Yeah. Right. So I, man, I, I credit him so much for a lot of, um, you know, my success. But I emailed him and I was just like, hey, JD, I just got an offer from LA to be an AR at Def Jam. He goes, ah. <laughs> <laughs> what a response. Yeah, ah. He's was, he was like, ah. I was like, so out of respect, I'm telling you because I would love to like, you know, I'm a team player, bro. Like, I would love to be an AR for So So Def if that's if that's right. a possibility. Right. He goes, well, I don't have, I don't have that position, you know, available. I still need you as my, you know, assistant. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I, I'm gonna I have, to, like, I don't know how many times this opportunity is gonna come, yeah, you facts. know, come my way. So I said, respectfully, what I will do is I will find someone that I know that can take my place, and and make sure you're not left hanging. So he was like, all right, you know, I'll give you like two or three months, you know, just to, yeah, and. It was during that time I hit Tyrone. That's hilarious. 
man, and he and it's amazing too, just for the simple fact of you you brought in somebody who was great. Like it no, no, wasn't no. just like bro, Tyrone was a thousand times a pr- better fit than I was in that position, bro. Like okay. it was, yo, he helped JD in so many ways, bro. Like. Oh, bro, you know. I already, I already You were there. Know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in so many ways, like I was telling you, when I tell him sometimes, I'm like, oh, remember the watches and the blah, blah, blah? He'd be like, ah, damn, yeah, I worked on those. And it's just like, yo, like, the man should have gotten a, no, uh, ex- a executive produ- production credit on my Sweet 16. 1,000? I remember bro. that. But, yeah. it, like, he just didn't know at the time. We were also, because how old were you at the time? At the time, I might have been, like, 20. One, yes, so think about 21. You're 21, yeah. I'm 12. (laughs) You feel me? Like, come on, bro. Like, you were 12. I was 12, bro. I was 12. Jesus Christ, and that's what's so crazy. It's like we you go down the rabbit hole now, you look at it, you're like, man, we were all. I mean, I was crazy young, but like, we were all young, like, even my sweet 16. I'm 16, that means Tyrone's only like 24, right? So he's like, he doesn't know the industry to like. Hey, I should get this credit here. Right. For, and he was he, just doing it. And he's the kind of guy who's just he's so cool. Right. And it's just good. And he's energy, got so many know? great ideas that just pour out of him. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the guy is just like so talented. I tell Extreme. him all the time. Extremely. There's so many things that, you know, Ty, if you're watching, <laughs> there's so many things I tell you you should be doing. Um he's man, like, listen, yo, you, I know, I know, I know. I, I be doing the same thing. <laughs> I be doing the same thing. And I'll be like, I'll be like, look, man, you should do this. You should. I'll give that a shot. Right, right. <laughs> like, all right, all right, all right dude. All right, but no, <laughs> but no literally, and just not to be a dead horse, but also just I noticed about both of you, like, um, there's this one book and it breaks down the different types of people, and it was saying like connectors. Though there's some people who are connectors, yeah. And if you look at majority of the people you know, you know them through this one person, right? And Tyrone is for sure one of those, and for sure you are as well. Like some people are just they're just connectors. They right. just they they know a lot of people, but they also know which people pair well with one another. And, right. And I think it's also just the. I think that's part of the skill too. I think that's what helps me in being a, a producer as well. Right. It's like okay, I can recognize the artists I'm working with. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, I know where they're trying to go. Who would be a great writer? Who could help them tell that story? Who can help them mm-hmm. get that melody? Gotcha. Oh, you know what? This would be dope. You know what I mean? Just pairing those things together. So I think you use those disciplines across the board with everything. You know right. what I mean? Right. Damn. I never thought about that. Yeah, because you you know who you're dealing with in every facet. In every facet. You're like, oh. <laughs> right. Well, you need this? All right, got I got a guy that mm-hmm. put it all together. And, and, that's, then when you're and that's producing. You know what I mean? And then when you're genuine, you also get to work with fucking cool people. It's not just a bunch of people you don't want to work with. Exactly. And, and that's, yo, people don't understand... Just being a pleasure to work with too, and obviously being super talented, but like that in itself makes people want to work with you even more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, no, for sure. Because I mean, when the energy's off, everything's off. Everything's off, bro. <laughs> like everything's off. <laughs> you know what's hilarious? I don't know if this was the era when you were over at Def Jam, but when you were at Def Jam, I always remember there's one photo. I, th- I don't know if you had it on your MySpace or if it was on your Facebook, but I remember I was like, damn, this nigga's different. He got a picture with Oprah. Oh. 
Dude. But like early. We talking, there's no Instagram to put this picture of Oprah up. Oh, like, yeah. This was, uh, I think this is L.A. Reed's 50th birthday party. <laughs> See? How, so, old, how old were you in that era? It, I might have been like 23, 24. <laughs> this is amazing. And, yo, you talk about Bow Wow that just jumped out the window. At that time, uh, I jumped out the window all the time. Bro, like, I was... <laughs> she was like, why not? Why not? I turned around. I'm on the dance floor. I looked. I was like, oh, it's fucking Oprah, bro. <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> Hey, oh. <laughs> hey, I just yo. remember getting a quick dance with her and we turned around, took that picture. It was me and my boy Memph. Okay. Yeah. That and um, yeah, that shit was classic. Bro, classic. Like, so even to go back, grew up in a Haitian household. How did you, it's almost like, how did you create this life for yourself? I, I, you, you played drums at a young age. Mm -hmm. um, and how did you get into drumming? Drumming? Oh, yeah. so my father, uh, choir director in our church. Also the organist. Um, okay. And I was, you know, in the house, he would just be playing keys. And, right. And he would try to teach me. And I'd be at the keys, and I would be so bored, bro. Just like, yo, this is so complicated. And all I could ever hear were just beats. I could just keep hearing a beat. So I would bang on the side of the piano while he's playing. Uh, and he actually bought me this little keyboard. I think it was like a little Casio. Mm -hmm. And I remember taking... Um, he was playing the he was remember he was playing the piano and I remember taking like two either it was a fork or two knives butter knives or something and I just started banging on the on the uh, on the keyboard uh -huh. and he just looked at my mom he was like I, yeah I don't think he wants to play this <laughs> <laughs> there, there's think, something else for yeah that. I yeah. think he wants to play the drums and he got me a little drum set and I started playing the drums probably like five years old wow. and I started playing for our church um, and there's a massive Haitian church in Brooklyn call a uh, gospel crusade um and yeah i started playing the drums there when i was like six seven damn mm -hmm. okay and and but at that point they your parents weren't thinking music as a career they were thinking they kind of were because i was so fucking good oh, oh okay so you was you <laughs> no dude i was really i was really good like um to the point where i started making money playing at weddings and you know, different bands Gosh. were like requesting me to play with them, and I was always like known as that little kid that plays the drums. I'm always, I'm like a little yeah. maestro. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was just thinking, <laughs> like, oh, I know what that. You yeah. know what that feeling? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, you know that little kid that plays. Yeah, well, let's go get him. Let's, Boy, you know, if there so, was an Instagram, you'd have been going crazy. Crazy. Bro, I, I already know. <laughs> I'd have been going crazy. I'd have had my own little tutorials. Like, I'd have been doing all that content. Um, <laughs> and it's crazy because I suck now. <laughs> Because of all this digital shit, it's like I don't really play you no don't more. Play so, I, you know, it's I even with the keys. I have to like go, I have to go back every once in a while and like really yeah, just because, practice something. Because you got these shortcuts now that, oh man, that's exactly what. Bro, I can literally draw in everything, and it'll just trigger the the synth. Like I can draw the notes, and it'll still trigger my hardware. Yeah. So it's kind of like. <sighs> yeah, because know? we got so much other shit going on Lord, that you yeah. know what I mean. So. But, um, but yeah, that was my gateway into, but I also, you know, being in the Haitian household, they want you to be professionals too. Like right. it's either doctor or lawyer. And I saw I always, I always picked a lawyer. I'm like, I'm gonna be a lawyer. But yeah. meanwhile, I'm playing like every day I'm playing music. Cause you know, at church, every day was church. Like you had, right. you had a choir, you had youth group, 
You had all these different things that sound like a Steve Harvey joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, so literally every day you're at church playing. Um, I'm playing, and then on the weekends I'm getting booked to play at some like you know reception or whatever or another church, um, or qu- another choir or something. So like music became even more and more of my life. You know what I mean? And then I then I joined bands. Um, and then I was like, yo, and then my drum teacher instructor at the time, his name is Donald Guillaume. He was playing for the Fugees. Ah. So once he started touring with the Fugees and the Fugees became like huge, Mm -hmm. I was like, that's what I want to do. I'm going to be a drummer. I want to be, you know, a traveling drummer and all that. And then soon, soon after I made that decision, I started watching music videos. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this, That's exactly this, what this I want to do. do. <laughs> <laughs> You're like this traveling drummer, cool. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Them Versace shirts, though. Yeah, like watching JD. Like, yeah. you know, money ain't a thing. Right. Jay Z, like all the. I was like, yeah, I, mm-hmm. that's what I want to do. Yeah. And then, then come to find out, I end up working with all of them. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy, man. It's wild, man. So, so once you, where'd you go to school? So I went to you talk about college. Yeah, you went to college. So, so I went you to were college all the way until you. Yeah, went to yeah. So even in college, I was playing for two different colleges. I was playing for mine, uh, SUNY New Paltz, okay, which is a state university in New York. And um, dude, I was playing for another school out there that I wasn't attending, but I forgot the name of the school that I was playing at too. But I only went for, and that's actually how I got my internship at Bad Boy, because I was gaming, I was playing video game, and one of my um, uh, one of the uh, dorm mates, like in our hall, uh-huh. he had an internship at Bad Boy, and I'm like playing the game. I went to go throw something away, and on his desk there was a, a fucking a, a piece of paper, and it had the Bad Boy emblem on it, letterhead, right? Yeah. I said, bro, what the what is that? <laughs> I he can goes, see you walking into. No, it. literally, I went. To, I was like, what yo, fam, like, what, are you, what is that? He goes, yo, I'm an intern at. I said, fam, I need, I need the introduction. And boom, he connected us, and I got the internship. <laughs> so then I moved that. down to New York because okay. I had to convince my parents to you know, transfer from that school to a school in, in the city. Right. They were like, the only way you could transfer is if you're going to school. The only way you could, you could move to the city is if you're going mm-hmm. to school. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. So I moved down there. I uh, went to Hunter College for like a semester. Started dating this girl there. And I stopped really going. And she was like the one that was like making all these fake report cards and like fake progress <laughs> reports to make it look like I was still in school. What? Yeah. Uh... Cause I was treating, yo, dude, I was treating that internship like my real job. You know. It did. <laughs> it worked out. Like I, <laughs> yo, I made friends with the IT guy. He made me an official bad boy um, email address. Uh, like I was the only intern with a bad boy email address. But see, but see it, it, these are these are the things though that set people apart. These are the things, and like it, it's Dude, small I'm, things over the course of time. But yes, the one intern the who one, decided I was the only intern who with figured a bad, out. Come on, because the IT guy was my guy, and I remember sending a yo my twenty first. No, no, what birthday was it? I think it might. I think it might have been my twentieth birthday. I sent a company-wide invite to my birthday party. From the bad boy From email. the bad boy account. 
I just remember uh, one of the execs walked out. She was like, Ray, what the fuck is this? <laughs> she was like, how dare you? And I was like, oh, my bad. Are you coming, though? <laughs> Yo, people did pull up. Britney Spears was there, too. Randomly. Britney happened to be at my birthday party. Randomly. What? Yeah. I was indirectly working for Puff. I was working for um, a lady by the name of Francesca Spiro, who was... Um, a producer manager, but also a head of uh, uh, publishing, oh, okay. like Bad Boy Publishing. So she okay. took care of all the like hitmen, and I basically was, you know, her intern. Gosh, yeah, that's crazy. The gumption, it's crazy. Just jumping out the window, <laughs> but I, I feel like that's yeah. that's what makes these people these people. You know who else would have done that? Scooter, absolutely. Yo, Scooter is. The goat, bro, no, bro. He, when you talk about someone that just takes and like makes an opportunity, that's he's listen. He's I, the guy. I sit and I tell people all the time, I'm like, yeah, he used to like have to take me to Hawks games for JD. He was just an intern. Yeah, like this guy, and it's because even. Oh, so this is before he was the marketing head of marketing. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, no, like that's the even crazier part. Like, and it's with all of you, like, like growing up. We all see people, even like you were saying, you saw these people on the TV and you're like, man, they're larger than life. This mm -hmm. is one thing. But it's so different when you have people who are close to you and you're like, oh, no, like I saw the the steps on the way to this. Right. Like it wasn't just like one day I I heard of the stereotypes. I'm like, yo, these guys are <laughs> like, no, like I remember just like right. us kicking it and you being like, yeah, I don't know. I'm figuring some shit out. Trying right. to and then you see the the. uh just the the focus evolution, and yeah. the evolution of how these people grow, like, right. like I see when people bring up Scooter Braun, what happens in their eyes, yeah, and I'm like, I remember just shooting <laughs> buckets with him on the basketball court, right, talking right, shit, right, like, right. it was none of this. Then I remember seeing, running into him again at, what was it? I, I think it was at Justin Bieber's 16th birthday party. Mm -hmm. I was with Sean Kingston. We went by the house or whatever. It was in Malibu. I saw him there, and he's like, yeah, man, you know, he's like, I sure knows. I would tell JD all this stuff. Like, I, you know, I've had these and ideas. he's still I'm, the same guy, and still dude. the same guy. Then I run into him at the airport. Yeah. And and this is the year he has, he just signed Martin Garrix. And, the, and I'm just like, you just keep doing it. Yeah. You just keep doing it. Like. You have to. <laughs> and the there's thing. No, there's no other option. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall, and this is something great. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall in the car when you, Scooter, and Ty drove. What was it? You um, so we drove. So uh, we did a road trip from Atlanta to Miami. Right. So it was me, Ty, Scooter, and like <laughs> I think Scooter's driving. Um, and the whole time we watched Anchorman and <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. Those two <laughs> movies the entire way, and we Ow just now kept brown cow. Ow now brown cow. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on you. I want to be on you. <laughs> no, we literally and we and we kept doing that the entire weekend. So whoever we would talk to, we would speak as Ron Burgundy. <laughs> That's amazing. That was that was one of the most memorable trips ever. And I, I think we stopped at uh, one of the dudes from NSYNC's house too. Like Scooter always like, dude, this guy is. That guy is special, man. He knows everybody, oh, bro. Another connector. Yeah. Like that's it, it that's what I'm saying. The the just imagining the three of you like came up together and noise. It's like it's crazy. Do you realize like if you just put the three of you, if you all just had one 
big book or one big phone yeah, yeah. to just put every number y'all know in that motherfucker? Do you know you know like half the world, if not eighty percent of the world? Or yeah, you mean like the, or one degree away from, from everyone in the world? Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Like that's incredible. A lot of it would be on Scooter's book, though. It <laughs> <laughs> would be on his phone. <laughs> a lot on that end. Yeah, more, you know, the 60-40, yeah, 20 yeah. mod, 20 yeah. top. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, bro. Man. You still playing 2K the way you used to? Absolutely not. <laughs> I know you're not. Bro, man. like, with three kids, yo, it's impossible. Until, like, my son is, like, old enough where he starts playing games and I'll right. start playing with him. But... Like, right now, between work and, you know, balancing their schedules, because mm -hmm. as they get older, they're making friends, they're getting play dates, they're doing extracurriculars. Like, I got my oldest who's doing three things where she's, like, doing theater, which you should come see her play. I'm down. I'm she's, down. Uh, she just got the one of the lead roles in um, Into the Woods. Okay. That's so dope. she's doing that. She's, like, she loves theater, um, basketball, volleyball um dance yeah. and then my middle one is doing like dance but ballet and then busy, my boy busy. is like starting to get into sports and shit so that's fire man yeah i was gonna ask how oh yeah say you know me before yeah all the like kids that's what i'm saying and... like knowing you before kids and all that kind of stuff like it like it's cool to see how you've matured but like what do you think were the the biggest pieces of uh maturing to having like having kids Patience. Mm. That was the probably the biggest thing. Is like, yeah, just having the patience, bro. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's yeah. Because like I always say it, man. Um, I love you, kids, but it's the best worst thing you ever did, you could ever do. It's like, you know, creating life. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, and then looking at, you know, a piece of you, like it's in, it's insane. But then you go through, like, it's it gets real, too. Yeah, because it's just yeah. like, yo, my God, I'm trying to balance being me and, like, taking care of the kids and then also, you know, being in the married life, too. So it's a lot of balancing. A lot of spinning plates. And then it's it's crazy. I was watching a reel the other day, and it was, like, North, and then your daughters oh. were uh, were behind it. I'm just like, how do you even manage that? Like, the because it's a different upbringing than even, like, you or me. Like it's just no, 1, being, it being in a world or like how as a parent, I just know that has to be like, I mean, there's a, you got to protect. There's a lot that's, of protecting. That's I mean, yeah. No, even now, like I was talking to my wife, like we're like, she's a little weary about even sharing the kids on social, social. media. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, especially where, where the world's going now. Is, yeah. You know, it's pretty scary. Um, but we do protect them from, social media like sometimes we'll be around so you know some of their you know famous friends and they're like my, my oldest knows now but like right. with as when they were younger they were just they couldn't understand why their cameras right. and people like screaming for them and like you know wow it's like uh <laughs> what's happening dad <laughs> yeah cause that's a complete uh, and also it's just a completely different world than we were brought up in because even no, back then sure. like like it was cool, but you had to have like a camera on you. Like that's a whole different thing. Now everybody, everyone's got a, a shooter. Like come <laughs> on, everyone, bro. We went. We were at the airport. At, we were in Newark once. It was just me and my daughter, my oldest, and I took her to the um. What's the name of the um? Is it 
a daily, what, you know, a little mart to go get like water. Oh and, like, yeah, snacks yeah, and yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the girl from the cashier just looked at my daughter and she was like, "I know you." And mind you, my daughter was like seven at the time, and she just like looked up at me. And, and like, look, she's like, "I'm not on TV or nothing." She so was like, "Dad, how does she know me?" I was like, "Honestly, I I don't know, babe." I know you though. Yeah, <laughs> and that's all that matters. That's all that matters, you baby. Know what? It, isn't it weird though? It's like in the social media era that we've we've gone into how people just kind of disassociate with their own lives to follow other people. I just never because I feel if you're if you're insanely active in your own life, yeah. Think of the fucking things you can accomplish. You know, but when you kind of play like sideline I mean, to other I, people's I think, lives. Yo, dude, thank God we were able to like come from an era where we were doing things because now in this new one, because I sometimes do get stuck. You ever just like sit yeah. stuck there like? <laughs> and don't let it be something good. Like, like fucking, what, your, leg, something you, your leg starts dying. You're just like, ah. That's in the bathroom. But don't, dude. I'll, I'll find myself in there like. Mm-hmm. But like you have these kids now that just, they're living through this. It's instant gratification. It's just like yeah. depression. The, You're looking at all these other people's lives and how grand it is. But that shit is smoke and mirrors, yo. It's filtered. It's filtered. filtered to a fucking tea. Like, you know how many times I've been to events that was not popping? <laughs> and saw somebody. And, and then you saw someone's thing. I was like, yo, I just left that same event. It was not that cracking, It was not bro. good at all. It was, it was, that's why I left. Facts. Like, but, that's what I'm saying. Well, because it's, it's the dopamine... And like you said, but it's just, it's the, the bad part is, is it's the short spurts of dopamine. Like before, at least it was like, oh, you got dopamine. You watch a two hour movie. Yeah. Like now it's like, no, no, no. I need 15 seconds. It's like crack. You need 15 seconds. Right, I need seconds 15 seconds. And then I need, I need another and one. Another, and another one. And then I like, I got to post and I got to get these likes. Yeah. And then, it, oh, this one did a lot of views. Maybe I should. It's just like. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not the most uh, uh, social media savvy. Like. I'm, I'm learning it because I. I want to be able to grow anything that mm-hmm. I do. So yeah. it's just one of those things I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to learn it. And I'm going to be very good at it. But And you're going to kill it. Thank you. But I'm going to tell you. Because you are, bro. Like I'm going to offset I know you've, you've, been, you've been saying all this, but yeah. I'm going to give you your flowers too, bro. Like, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Man. And watching all the transitions that you've made. Thank you me. know, I remember when I first met you, like you said, I didn't, I didn't know you were 12. <laughs> it's crazy. But then seeing you transition into, like, I remember sitting down and watching The Wire for the first time, and I was just, like, floored. I was just like, get, yo, look at my, like, I, I was, <laughs> say, yo, that's my boy. <laughs> like, I know him. <laughs> I know that kid. And just watching the, you know, the progression, I was like, you know, you, you're you always, like, pivoting and, you know, doing your thing, and I love it. No, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. It's, well, because it's, it's also, I want to. I want to do forever. I want to do shit that's fun to me. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. that's the whole thing. Like, obviously, wanting to be you do. But it, anything I, I don't just start doing stuff. Like, as you know, it's like anything I do, I've done for a long time. Mm-hmm. I might do it in different facets, but I've done it for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I have to, it has to be something I'm like, okay, I'm going to pull the trigger on this. I want to do it. Even like when I was doing the, like, the rap records. Like, yeah. It was a rollout, though. Right. Like, I, I, find intention in it i want to do it and then once i start seeing like ah this doesn't make sense pivot because right. it's it's but you see it through 
Yes, that's my point. Right. I have to see it through, and For I have sure. to see to where it's okay. But that's missing, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that that's something that's missing. Like, you know, there's a lot of these kids that are coming into the studio that we're doing sessions with. I don't think they really care to be the biggest artist or care to have a long career. They just they just want to have a moment. You know, yeah. they just want to have a cool little record. You know, like you said, get their followers up. Dude, that's literally the game. That's even... I I was thinking this even when I was just like reading uh, when I was reading up and just reading down all your like all the shit you've done. I'm just like, man, you. It's also so cool to see. We were talking about Thomas Records when we started talking about this wall. How you guys were able to hit the hardest as like as a production team and then yeah. also win because like you're saying, it's a very different game and it's only it's been a different like time. what Whoa, you're saying. You're talking your know, labels now, bro. Mm -hmm. They're telling you we're not signing artists that don't have any following or starting from scratch. Yeah. All these labels now are based on research. That's it. Analytics. That's it. Yeah. Analytics, you know, the number, if the numbers are right, we're doing it. That's the AR. That's now. that's the new AR. Mm -hmm. It's not the AR that's going, yo, fam, I just seen this kid in like in Kansas City or like in this like random place that there's is like, no more JDs who run into kids at the mall and be like these niggas are cool I don't nah. the only yeah. person that's doing that was probably JD he would probably still do that right you know what I mean but like these when you go into these offices and these labels bro they're just they're they're calling and they want to get you in the studio with some kid that just he's probably got a million whatever like whatever the metrics are saying he's doing but he he's fuck they he or she sucks. Yeah. Well, because they, they don't even want to be there doing music. Music is not what they want to do. It's just another branch of the hustle of... Correct. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's even what I know to an extent took me. That's why I started doing a lot more, like, sync stuff and, like, you know, brand stuff. Just, yeah, you know. But it's just because if I'm not going to be able to sit here and make really dope music with dope people I want to make music with and it can still go somewhere and we have... And the, you have actual audience that's, that's going to... <laughs> It, then you're you you are spinning your wheels. Yeah, you know, and it's it's crazy because there are amazing artists out there, hundred percent, and there is the audience, mm -hmm. but it's these you know companies. They're not and getting connected. They're not getting connected. Yeah. Well, you got to really sift through to find it. You have to sift through, and that's also because you know the really good artists, if they're not with the proper producer or the you know the person who has some kind of infrastructure, mm -hmm. then they don't know about working a record to get streams. Right. They don't know about you know getting. They can't go past the beats office and the oh let's take the picture and da, 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 da. like it's just like even the small things you can do when you just and you know when you just know a couple people. Right. Then imagine when it's like oh yeah I know a couple people plus we have an extra four hundred thousand dollars to throw at this. Right. Oh that's. A, Right. The, I don't care how good your music right. is, bro. If you don't have a fraction of yeah, that. You can't go to war underprepared and underfunded. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking war, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's just very true. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, I mean, where where do you see, and not just specifically for you guys, because you guys are, have such a, you have a great pocket. Like, my and parents, we, we thank, my parents I thank God love that music. we have, like, some artists that were oh yeah yeah and and uh, even what you guys are doing with destiny rogers like that's yeah, yeah, thank a, a you. real developing yeah. building creating oh no yeah in respect for that because yeah. i think it's going to be like how the film studios are though where like how we're on strike now right yeah. like 
the independent student, the A24s are going to start to really right. make their, you know, little small production companies that have budgets can get things made. Will be the but majors. it's not a Marvel movie. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. The Marvel's still going to be over at, you know, wherever, Warner Brothers, Sony, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, all those kinds of things. But, you know, regular movies, like, what people used to go to the movies to go see that's now going to streaming, you're mm-hmm. going to have a lot of like independent companies that can do that. Right. I think in music, it's going to be the same thing. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for us, like, even going back to Destiny, like it's a real development. Like we had to like pivot and now really tell a story. Right. Like if you see how we're rolling it out now, we're shooting it low key like a TV show. You know what I mean? We got to be a little more creative of how we like we do this, you know. Everybody got a song. Everyone everybody. has a song. It's like, how are you gonna like, you know, separate yourself from all these different artists? So, you know, I think we just have to be, you know, super like creative and innovative and how innovative, exactly. Yeah. Cause it's funny. <laughs> well, what are the uh what are the girls who run? What girls? The girls they just had the same song and they run on Instagram. Uh Oh, you've seen it. No. I know you've seen it. No, they they like run in the video and they sing the same song. I'm about to sing again. I got my dun 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 dun. You've never seen these girls? No, please show they're me. Hu- they're no, they're huge. They're like um, well, I'm not gonna say they're huge, but they're like their social media went crazy. But they do the same video and, and it's, it's over. It's I'm, a different song or is the same? No, song? it's the same song, but it's a different video and they're like always running and it's like the camera's like following them as they rap and run. No, Damn, hold on. I have never seen this. I, I have to find this. Hold on. Uh, uh, let's see. It was on. They have. I guess they have a record with Missy Elliott now. But uh, oh, that's tight. Yeah, it's super dope. Uh, but it's just funny because Damn, the way Missy. they they did their. Oh, here it is. Fly, fly, fly on a boss. You've never. Wow, that's crazy. Please, yeah, can you play okay. for me? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go go to their Instagram and then you can see it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna also put it at the bottom of the. Uh, thing so people can see it and see this is the other thing this is how i know i'm getting old you try to type in someone's name and it's not their name on instagram like what are we doing people it should be easy for me to find you oh there we go yeah they do this where's the real he said i'm getting old yeah bro bro. you just bro you just put me in a time machine bro this is what they did this guy said he was 12 never seen this oh so it went like crazy viral because every video they'll do it in a different place and there's two of them and then they'll just be like running like uh this is a fucking ad uh but yeah dang it's, it's that like it's all yeah, i'm gonna check just... that out and they're they're an, they're an actual group yes. is that that's their song yes and they always keep play that they play the same song that's but, smart as but shit it's smart as and it's funny because the way that they got the Missy Elliott record was... Is Missy on this song? Uh, yeah, she did a remix, I think, of it. And wow. so this That's is what it. happened. P- people were talking shit because they were like, damn, like y'all got another record or nah? Or no, like no, like we're going to beat this over your fucking head. And Missy was like, this is the smartest marketing I've seen. Like, like I fuck with what y'all doing. Yeah, this though. reminds me of like when uh, Tyler, the creator, was like, yo... You're going to post your song, put that shit on stories one time. Facts. And then you and move on. The expect the world Nah, dude, you got to fuck it every day you wake up. Like, here's, here it is again. Here yeah. it is again. 
Like, because worst case scenario, they either stop following you or they go click the fucking song. Yeah, there's really no. No, right. dude, I love that. Yeah. That's tight. Damn. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, it's crazy, but I was just gonna say it's like that's what got them attention, though. It's like I, I love the that. record mixed with, but that. It's they, like it's like yeah, dude. That's they figured fire. out a way to shoot the conventional music video in a different way, and they can do it in different in short places. Short form, yeah. In short form, and it's just like damn genius. Yeah. You know? that's, yeah. Fire. But they're. they're I got now. I got to hear the uh, the Missy yeah, the version, and, and it's a fun record too. Like it's yeah. it, you know it's like I get why it works, especially on platforms. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. works. You know, um, but yeah, bro, it's 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 a different game, and it's really it's really. I don't know what it's gonna be in the next. I I do think it's gonna kind of you know. I, I filter hope. itself out in the next 10, 15 years, but I don't, that's what I think. Yeah. I mean, geez, 10, 15 years. I mean, I'm think about it what, this way. We've 50. been doing this. I, what, <laughs> we've been doing the same trap drums now for what? Long time. It's, bro. This has been like the same hi-hats and snares we've, and kicks. For a long time. It's been at least. But that's also a reason why rap ain't dominating mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. R&B is coming back. R&B is yeah. definitely coming back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Damaged. That was that was a crazy story too because Damaged. Um, when we we sent the song out, they loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a call like, "Hey, do you want to be on making a band?" We were like, "Hell yeah, let's go!" So <laughs> yeah. they fly us down to Miami to do uh, to cut the song on them, and I walk in and Puff was like, "Hey, what's up, Playboy? <laughs> what you doing here?" I was like, I was like. Yo, we did. We we produced I, the song. The- <laughs> he was like, "What? All right." And it was it was crazy because I got the same reaction from L.A. Reid when we did the Bieber joint. Because mm. back yo back when I when I made the transition from being a and R into um, a producer, I can imagine, bro. I got I had to do that real stealth. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't just jump out the window. Yeah, I'm a producer now. No. Like we we sent beat CDs out and like you know we sent songs out and whatever and it wasn't until they bit and like took the song and got to the studio that they really they realized who was like making these songs. Oh. So when LA walked in after you know when we did Somebody to yeah. Love, he was like, "What what are you doing?" He's like, "What are you doing here?" I was like, "Oh, this is my studio." He was like, "Wow." Even Scooter, when I showed up for the video for that, when oh, I saw Scooter, he had no idea that I was a producer on it. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't until afterwards he was like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, that was crazy. Because we, uh, who was it? Perez Hilton. Perez Hilton is the person that made the, um, he connected um, us with Justin to get that song placed. Word. Because he randomly was at our studio. We were playing him, because I think he had like a record label at the time. This is when when you was over in North Hollywood, right? In North Hollywood. Uh Yeah. Yeah. So he came through, we played him some songs, and he heard that song, and he goes, oh my God, this would be perfect for Justin Bieber. We were like, hell yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. And then he he, he made the play. Do you think think that would have hurt you? Yes. But here's my question. Why? Because I know it would have hurt you. I just think it would have too. But I think it's just like <laughs> yes. a lot of cock blocking. Bro. That's till, it. That's all this, it would have been too. Till this day. You still got it. People, you still got to deal with it. Till this it's day, crazy. bro. You that's know what I mean? so crazy. That you got you to gotta move stealth. You, that's why, like, they say, man, when, if you have a plan to do something, don't tell nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, keep it. Keep it. Yeah. Work towards it. And when you get to, you got to get, then you get to a point where they, they just, they can't stop it. 
that's and that's the goal. That's the goal, bro. Like, they're just like, ah, I can't, I can't. You shut can, this down. you can't shut this down. Wait, so you gonna go shut? You gonna shut this whole thing down? You gonna tell your artist? You gonna tell management? You gonna tell the label to not do this based on whatever you got going on personally? With you know what I mean? Right, right. That's gonna be a hard sell. <laughs> the record is talking for itself. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, I, I just knew, like, I, dude, I've been getting that since I was a. A and R, bro. Like, think about it. When I when I got to Def Jam, being the young, you know, hold on, let me let me fix this. Uh, oh, Cause it's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, there we go. Yeah, that, that sounds better. There we go. Yeah. Um, you know, being the young guy at Def Jam, you're going. It's it, it, at the end of the day, it's, shit is a competition, bro. Mm-hmm. When you're A and R and you go into these A and R meetings, it's a battle. Back. It's best best record wins. Mm-hmm. So you're going against these these men, guys that have been in the industry forever, looking at this kid like he found you. At, where y'all meet? Yo, who's, who's, yeah. who's this kid? You know what I mean? And you gotta show up every A and R meeting. Go to that CD player, put your joint in, <laughs> and you know smack people in the face like yo sitting over there like just trying just to like, bow to your own shit. <laughs> Oh, that's Bruh, so like you you've got you had you had you had some competition. Damn. You know, you have people trying to make moves behind the scenes that, you know, Damn. were trying to take you out, bro. Like, yo, you can't you can't sell your shit on our block. <laughs> it's so funny though to see though, because all the what it, you want to be careful, just like as a gotten older and i've seen how all of you have grown and everything it's just like damn you gotta people don't realize this though early but it's like you gotta be careful who you try to cut off at the legs or who you try to just be like ah nah fuck them like i'm not which is what i I learned that early bro like i don't dude i'm not above or below anybody because you don't know what they'll do tomorrow you have no idea bro so like you don't know where the next hit's gonna come from yeah you don't know what the next artist is gonna like big superstar no matter how they look Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. bruh. <laughs> no, bro, I know. I've seen, I've seen people do things and I'm just like, oh. Yeah. And you would just, I never, you never would have thought. But it, at the same time, it's like, why are people so adamant about counting people out or, or getting them out the way? But that also shows you. But they see who, it. They see it. They see it. And Even they, if it's they, a little bit, they're like, if this nigga start taking it. shit seriously, this yeah, could be a problem. Yeah, they, they yeah. get a little threatened and they're like, then they start thinking about their situation, but not realizing that we can all live in this. Yeah. There's enough room for everybody. Right. Because maybe know? one, maybe today I have the deal. Maybe tomorrow you have the deal. Yeah. Maybe the day after that, someone we, Tyrone got the deal, but then it been, it still benefits the whole. This is a whole collaborative, like, yeah. effort, you know? So people are territorial. So, it's yeah. It's wild. West. It's wild, bro. <laughs> wild. To this day, like, I, like, I'm telling you, bro, like, I still move the same way. Nah, I believe it. And you be out the way. You work. But you be out the way. You're not. You're not just around just to be around. You. No. I, everything is moving with purpose, and intention. You bro, know. And I'm and I'm right there with you. If yeah. it doesn't, if it's not fulfilling me, if there's not any way to grow from it, I'm not doing here? it. You know, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So what what do you wanna uh, what do you wanna 
work on next? Like, do you feel like for you- me, I just wanna I wanna help develop the next superstars, bro. Like, I wanna I want kids that are coming in saying, "Yo, this is what I want to be." This, and I want to do it for like thirty. You know, I mean, like have a real career, and come in and 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 have like immense talent, and really want to work on it. You know what I mean, and build their world. Still, yeah. And 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 what what genre do you see that in? Or you're just like, no, I just want to find something, something special. Yeah, special. Some, someone that's gonna cut through and not and and willing to be an individual and you know. And not care what other people think or want to fit in or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you this this your Quincy Jones era. Yeah, what Quincy did with Thriller. How old was he when he did he Thriller? Was, he was old. Like fifties. He, he was like fifty something. Yeah. And that's not old, but that was like super. But it's once crazy. again, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But that the shit he did before that, I'm like, was in, bro, insane. insane. Like the, people don't even realize. I tell them all the time. I'm like, hey, you. You know that that's a Quincy Jones song when they hear like the uh, the Austin Powers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hear, like there's when it went. It's like when it went. Like what? <laughs> like you was yeah. doing this? this yeah. You was just making these, and Dude, then you I ended mean, the up Sinatra stories, bro. Like <sighs> that, yo, blew my mind. I was like, oh my, this guy. There's two niggas on stage. One Sammy Davis Jr. The other one's you. Yeah, you are a different individual. No, he's different, bro. <laughs> and a G. To this day. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love my, like, one of my favorite quotes from him is, like, if you're, like, in a session or something, you start thinking about money, God leaves the leaves room. room. I was like, yes, you are so right, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's, but that's coming from that era of people who. And that's what really we're missing, though, music. in music, yo. Like, when you said God leaves the room, that's what we're missing. And we're missing God and love and, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I saw B. Cox say this. Um, a couple weeks ago, but like even in R and B music and like shit that just hits us is that you know we're missing church, we're missing you know where people would go in and like sing their ass off and get their you know their chops up, and mm-hmm. that's why it's, these songs are like these things are not hitting our spirit. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like, well, because the I, the intention isn't that's the thing. The intention isn't there for that. Like I, bro, we don't have. When you really think about it, we barely have love songs anymore. No, we don't have no love songs, That's what, yo. Yeah, bro. Like, it's not about love. It's about, like, it's. I feel like on the female side, a lot of it's just toxic. Yes. It's just like, ba- just bad. Vi- the words you're saying is just bad. No, no, it's for, crazy. For, for the, like, us moving forward. No, no, as a, it's yeah. crazy. And, and on them, guys. They're bre- and they're breeding other women that yes. are just like, you're just like, God, bro. Yeah. And then with the guys, it's just all just violence and, and, yeah. and if, if it's on the R and B side, it's just like I'm gonna yeah, have I'm sex a, with you. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna be sexy. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like, man. What song do you play for someone you actually like? <laughs> Kinda wild. Yeah. Like like what? Like we went from Luther Vandross to this? Yeah, 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 no, dude. Kind of wild. It's wild. This is why Bruno wins. Yo, Bruno, he is, makes love songs. He makes love songs. That's man. why I was saying. That's why I couldn't say there aren't any. No. It's just like there's like two people who make them. Exactly, which is why I like to show up to work. <laughs> yeah, man. Because he's he's making them songs that still hit your soul and like and still talk matter. about love and like we can all sing along together mm-hmm. and 
you know, they're real hooks. You know what I mean? Like, they're formatted properly. Yeah, like, it's like it's not long run on sentences. How did we lose that? It's an actual chorus. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, bro. I I look at it every day, and I'm just I'm confused. Bro. Yeah, which is why, like, I keep I always say, man, I'm not gonna sit and complain about it. We're just gonna go in and make it. Mm-hmm. You know, if the audience is there to to hear it, great. If they're not, we're gonna keep keep going at it, bro. And setting the bar. Because you know I, I, mean? I know even in that era, uh, when I was like over at the studio every day, when like prior to like you you guys doing all the Bruno stuff and all that, like it still was you guys were trying to make shit that like felt good. You know what I mean? Like I always remember That's like all we could make, bro. I remember I always remember It's hard to make ballads though. Like I'm not a ballad per like I love a good ballad, but it's mm. hard for me to like get in the mood to like we're we're our our biggest strength is making like rhythmic, mm. you know, fun mid tempo. Mid tempo yeah. bops, like um, but just good feeling music. Yeah, well that feels like the barbecue that feels like the you know the the summer with your friends it all feels like a, a good, good time, time. <laughs> that's it exactly and it's it, and the more that i always I was gonna say i always think of john referencing like 93 till <laughs> and it's just like and, and no and no bullshit that left no. an impact on me like because nah, i was sure. like damn you're right like that that just that comes on you feel good every time every time yeah, yeah, yeah. and 24 carats Every fucking time. Every bro. time. Like, my parents' favorite. Like, I could actually sit in the car and play that joint with the kids, with my mom. All, and that's another thing with, you know, like, Bruno, like, touches all ages. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and that's what music is supposed to be about, is bringing everyone together. Yeah. And, you know? and it's the closest to the old school stuff we used to like. So what does that tell you? Yeah. Tells you that there was something working. Right. You know? Right. But but man, I just want to say thank you, bro. I'm no, dude. I've, this has been thank a you, fantastic man. This is interview. super fun. Um, like I said, super proud of you, man. No, Keep going. You, man. I'm super proud of you, man. Like it's, it's inspiring every day. It's it's motivating and it's just and to see you do it not only on the career side, yeah. but also do it like on like parenting that's what and that's and i think that's also intentional like you know i think it's also good to show examples of how you could still you know shoot for what you want be passionate about things Mm -hmm. still have fun still be a dad right you know what i mean like there's Mm -hmm. there's it doesn't life doesn't end you know still be married love your wife you know what i mean like it's all those things, you know what I mean? All those messages that I like to, like, push forward that my parents has bestowed on me, you know, and I have to honor that, yeah. you know? So yeah, 100%. And we and you already know, especially in our culture, we don't have a ton of examples of that. Or it feels like, you know, you got to get the money. And then yeah, you get the like money, you gotta but be, then, oh, oh, but then the relationship got to fall off. You got to be single. Or, you, or, you, or oh, I'm out here getting the money. I can't hang out with my kids or go pick them up. It's like, you nah, can do it all. You can do it all. Yeah, know? if you want to. If you want to, you could literally do it all. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sitting here. I was just like, I usually check the time in between. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We gotta yeah. make this an hour. Cause I I did uh I did my interview with uh Lacon. Dude, yo, and- speaking of man, Lacon, you watching this, bro? You are a problem, bro. Oh this guy. Man, listen. I, I told you I saw him at uh saw him at school night and I was like, 
Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I found, oh, that was another person I wanted to bring Shout up. Shout out Sterling. Shout out Sterling. Because <laughs> that's what I was going to bring up too when I was talking about the longevity of people. Yeah. Like, or just seeing how, like, seeing how Sterling has gone from the artist to the executive to. And you, you know, I signed Sterling to Def Jam. <laughs> you signed Sterling? I signed Sterling to Def Jam. That's hilarious. So that. That's how. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> crazy, bro. <laughs> I got his uh, I got his demo. Uh-huh. I fly to Atlanta. Literally the second we met each other, I was my brother. I met him at Houston's, um, and then I think like a week later, I brought him up to Def. I brought him up to New York. He showcased for L.A. Signed that day. We put a few records out, and he's been my brother ever since. That's crazy. And how'd you find him? Through a girl I was dating. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> She's like, he good. You know, like, nah, hey. yeah. She had it. She had she um yeah, she had uh she had his demo. And I was like, yo, who the fuck is this? This guy's crazy. That's wild. Got his information and um And he was right in Philly, right? So he just No, he was in Atlanta at the time. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was in Atlanta. Damn, it's it's so dope that he was able to or that he's able to find such a dope artist. But that's like, like, yo, that's another thing. Like, just watching my friends pivot, like, you know, him, he could have easily been like, yo, you know, the artist thing is not working. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, he made a way for himself, too. Good, well, I think it's also the tie and the 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 um, the common denominator is like, but these are all people who love music. Right. Like, you see what I mean? You, me, Sterling, like love music yeah. so it's the, regardless of you know what end you're on of it you love you're gonna find you're gonna find right. it, and you're gonna also from whatever position you have to take or that you take in the process you're gonna find the other people who love music because you know there's enough motherfuckers who don't in right. this building or in this who actually care who a- actually care bro. right and and it's funny to hear these stories because it's hilarious that also i was signed through la reed yeah, Ellie Reed has t- that motherfucker's done yeah. a lot, boy. I mean, legend. He's the goat. He's legend. A, I call man. him the Godfather. Well, that's what I'm even saying. Like, look at by extension. Like, I. That's a like, man. There's so many people. Mm-hmm. He's. Yeah, man. This is. It's a lot of cool ways you can make it in this industry. Yeah, dude. And more than one. And La also had the. He was producing to me. He went the executive around it. We forget, but now nah, he was doing it. And what's that. amazing is like he he loves it more now. It's like this guy, it's in his blood. Like I saw him at the Usher concert, and he did. Like I love about him, like he doesn't care who's what. Like he's just he's so, dude. He's so into it, bro. Like it's crazy. Yeah, 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 it's crazy, dude. Like I I hope to you know be that passionate you know, um, later on in life, uh, with music, but. You know, <laughs> no. you go you go through your ups and downs with it because you're just like you will. You I will be what's happening. Yeah, it's not saying, but but you, you will be because, like I said, I think it's gonna. What I think is gonna come around for everybody, which is gonna be cool. All the people who are in our kind of age group or our generation, it's gonna reset, and all the people who are new are gonna have no. Yeah, clue I feel like we need a reset, reset on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> don't look. Don't say that. It seems like it might be coming. Yeah, me yeah. Too. It's, like, it's, it's, I, I, it's just also don't forget we're we're not we're not really 
like supposed to have like social media and shit like this. Like our we're not we're not supposed to, we don't have the capability. Yeah, of... our body doesn't keep up with technology. Right. Like this is how like thinking it's so much faster than us, bro. We're talking <laughs> about we were impressed with sidekicks in right. two thousand four, two thousand three. Right. right. And we thought we were the shit. Like we thought we were the shit. So you're telling me less than 50 years ago, like none of this existed. Right. And now we're just creating our own dopamine games. Yeah, like we're robots now. Yeah. And then they're going to put it in the glasses and then we're going right. to put it in the... And, and then, then it'll be in our eyes. Exactly. Yeah. Neuralink. Yeah. Yeah, bro. It's yeah. Just, it's So we have to... I do think, though, the what's going to be nice is no one's going to... Like I said, no one's going to remember analog in 20 years. Mm-hmm. And then all the people who do... Like ah, you know what? Well, let's, we'll, let's, let's, let's yeah, let's flip this. Right. You've never heard of this. Check this out. Right, and we'll be able to do that with. That'd so be so many crazy things. if that actually happened already. It probably no, it probably we're in the next cycle. Of oh it. yeah, yeah. No, it has. <laughs> How crazy would for that sure be? it has. It's just certain things we just probably didn't know, right? Or didn't, or just think about when we were younger, coming up with. How about this? All those Biggie samples. Did right. you know that those were all samples? There you go. No, I had no idea. And, and to me, point. those were original, original songs. Original Biggie Smalls yeah. records. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, my yeah. point. And you're, we're going to be, in 20 years, Bro, in 20 years, we're going to be sampling 24 Karen Magic. Yo, we should like, do oh. a whole segment one day of just like all these songs, like all the inspirations and obviously like the samples too Ooh, of it. Yeah. Just to blow people's minds. Like, yo, that's where they got the song from. I'm always down. Oh, listen, I do that so much. Literally, like my girl, when I bring it up, she's just like, "Yeah, okay, cool Thanks. story." Uh, yeah, I'm like, "No, no, no, no!" Like, you know, <laughs> no, that it's was mind blowing. It's insane. And then how certain samples that have been used multiple times. Right. Like, I got five on it. It's one that's yeah, been yeah, used yeah. a million times. The uh, what's the other one? Uh, Inside my love, the second heart, the second half of it. The do do do. Yeah, that that yeah like that's been used in so many that many Robinson samples. Oh used wow, in like so many J Cole records. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it was in uh, a J Cole record. It's also in uh, it's in so many songs. But yeah, there's like certain ones that you can just keep going back right. to, and they always give you a different right. Like, Using a different piece of it. Yeah, yeah, man. Or depending on how someone chops it, or right. Like, what was? What was it like working on the uh, the Kanye project? Was that dope? Oh, that was one of the highlights of my life. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, cool. just just working with Kanye is just like a whole. It's like a out of this world experience. And know? that was the gospel album, right? Yeah, but more so, I was uh, inst- I was helping him put together Sunday service. Oh, so that's so yeah. He oh. hit me up and was just like, "Yo, I want to do this thing." On like Sundays, Got you. and can you possibly help me put a choir together? And I was like, "All right, cool." And we don't, we didn't know what it was. We didn't. He just said that he just wanted to do something where we can just all be in all. We could invite people, and you could come as you are, and it's just a healing through music. And then Damn. it started to transform into actually being a real choir and you know, mm-hmm. giving the word of God and like people coming in and feeling blessed. And it was, it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. I didn't yeah. know that you were that hands on with that. Dude, he called me. He was just like, yo, I want to start a church. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. This uh, was, on, yo, the craziest thing, it was on a Wednesday and he wanted to do it that Sunday. Oh, I believe it. 
So I yeah, he hit me on a Wednesday and I was just like, all right, I'll put it together. And we put a choir together in like two days. They all, <laughs> the choir director, uh, shout out Jason White. Uh, he came through in my studio and I'm trying to explain to him what it is. And we all, I'm explaining something that I don't even know what it is yet. Right, right. So I just said, yo, I just need, I just need a choir. I need, I need, I need some bodies. We're going to be, you know, singing, you know, some of Kanye's songs. Um, and, but we're going to be flipping them into like positive, right. like all positive records. We're going to remove, you know, all What the, churches are doing now, which is funny. A lot of churches are now just bruh. flipping. <laughs> I know you, I, <laughs> I know, it, I know I'd be bruh. feeling the, the same circle way. and all that. Like, dude, it's crazy. <laughs> But um, yeah, and then we, yeah, we did it that first Sunday, and it was it was insane. It was so good. Yeah, no, and it's amazing. Literally, it's amazing to see like what you to watch it. Yeah, well, to watch what it grew into. What grow, it was grew like, into, and then to see how many people just try to like rip it now. No, it's, it was really a staple, and that's another person from Chicago. Shout out Kanye. Uh, but always, the cool thing is even to look at how many times as successful as he is, he pivots. And does it in such, like remember no, good he, Good Fridays? That was a whole era, bro. Yeah. And when the nigga wore the suits and the, like it's just like you just pivot every so often and then you leave a fucking splash. You leave a no, divot dude, in the world. Like it's just like, oh. He's a different, uh, he's not human, dude. He's he's different, bro. No, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. <laughs> I definitely believe it. Yeah. One of the if yeah, the, the greatest artist. Yeah. Yeah, just creative in every sense. Yeah. And knows how to put it together. And knows knows how to implement people to put things. Yeah, you know what it is? He just has no boundary. Like mm -hmm. he actually thinks all these things are possible, which, you know, bleeds into your belief, like, oh, right. you know what, maybe we can do this. And there were things that we were able to accomplish that I never thought we would. And, right. you know. Made it happen. It's expecting excellence from everyone around you, man. Yeah, you got to like the the more I grow, I realize I'm like, yeah. If you're not, if you're not trying to elevate or do something, like I can't sit around with you because that's just gonna drag me down. Like, Absolutely. That's why. I, yeah, I try to surround myself with people that are way smarter than me, mm -hmm. way like because I I also need that to like push myself. That, like, oh, I need that. Yeah, like, I, I need to push myself. Yeah, because I there's a lot of things I. I believe in myself, but like, it's one thing if you believe. I think I could pull. I think I could pull this off. And then right. the person next to you is like, "No, no, this can be done." Right. Then you're like, "Oh, all right, yeah, cool. All right, yeah, you're cool. thanks for the battery yeah, on my back. Bad, yep, yeah. need that. Let's go." Other than the, you know. that's what yeah, John is like. Oh, John. That's why. That's yeah. why I love like our team because you know, he's he's one. He's definitely one of those guys that are like, "Yo, we can do anything." And I'm like, "Bro, yeah, let's go." <laughs> yeah, let's go. Right. Yeah, him and I, we definitely. Um, Dude, we had a plan, and we, oh. we saw that thing through. And I, bro, I saw. It. He and was we're still at Guitar going. Center, right? No, so Jeremy was working at Guitar Jeremy Center. Guitar it Center. was a crazy story. So, John, uh, they're both from Sacramento. Um, they were the stereotypes before, you know, gotcha. before. So I, what? I'll tell you the whole story. So they're both from Sacramento. Okay. John went up to go visit his parents or something. Um, he had like a dentist appointment or something, but while he was while he was waiting, whatever, he went to Guitar Center to go get some, like, supplies or something or s some equipment, and randomly, Jeremy was working there. And he was asking one of the other employees, hey, do you guys do, like, 
uh, discounts for like uh, record label. If you know, if I work at a record label, because mm-hmm. at the time he was working at Interscope. Gotcha. Um, in A and R admin, and he said, "Hey, you guys do like you know label discounts." And Jeremy was ear hustling, overheard that. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, bro, I heard that you work at Interscope." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, what's up?" He was like, "Oh, I'm I'm a producer. I make beats. Do you mind if I play you some?" And he had like a he had the um, jump drive, put it right in the keyboard, played him some beats, and John was like, "Yo, this is dope," and that's how they connected. And then they had an artist named Dirty Three that they were developing. They took a trip out to New York to go take meetings. I was my first week at Def Jam as an A&R. <laughs> like looking at your wall, uh, this is so crazy. I was doing the exact same thing. I was putting records on the wall. Mm-hmm. I get a call from um, their manager at the time. She was, you know, her name is Impora, and she's like. He's like, hey, Ray, I'm downstairs with the stereotypes and their artist, 33. I'm, I'm literally like in the middle of putting these records up. I'm like, I don't know who you're talking. What are you talking about? Ugh. What meeting? She's like, no, we set this meeting up. And I'm like, I don't remember setting this meeting up at all. I was like this close from saying, yo, can we maybe do this another day? And something said, yo, you know what? Just come up. Mm-hmm. They come up. They come upstairs. Um, they're sitting in the office, they play the music. I'm blown away. I'm like, this is fire. I take three into Karen Kwok's office. Mm. She likes him. So from Karen's office, we go down to LA's office, we showcase for him. He's like, I like this kid. They walk, they they left for like an hour. I called them back up and I was like, yo, LA wants to do the deal. And that's how we connected. Wow. That's how I that's how I met John and Jeremy. And then we were working on that project for a couple of years. That you know, the project never came out or anything, right. but it, it, um, you know, it built our relationship. So when I got fired from Def Jam, first person I called was John. I was like, "Yo, dude, I just got laid off from Def Jam. I think I'm gonna be a producer and I'm gonna join the team. And I'm gonna move out to L.A. And I'm gonna live in your guest bedroom." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, "Let me check. Let me check. Let me check with my wife." And then he called, he, uh, he called me back. He was like, yo, see, he said it was okay. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm moving out there next week, bro. I took my, my suitcase and moved into his spare bedroom, which, which was also our studio. We had literally, we were set up just like that in like his spare bedroom. And we would bang out tracks and songs every day. Monday through Friday. Song, 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 song. Then finally, Danity came. We landed on that song, yeah. sent it out, and that's what really started everything. Man. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> you, y'all deserve everything that's, that done came your way, man. Oh, man. Thank you. We're still going, man. I don't know. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? I mean? It's just going to be bigger and better. And yeah. More. Dude, we got to do something, man. Let me know. Yeah. I'm all, you know Let's I'm do it. Here. Like whatever you got going, bro. Like, listen, man. I'm, this is what this this is what it's about, man. Like, we gotta. I feel like back in the day, like, or even in like the '90s or whatever, or even before that, like, guys were just like working together with, regardless if there was like this crazy monetary, you know, monetary yeah. thing attached to there it. It didn't have to be a task. It was just let's create. It was like let's create, figure, figure it out. and yeah. it's like you know, be creative and like put stuff out. Because that's that's another thing too. 
just because it doesn't come out tomorrow, just because it doesn't come out next year, doesn't mean it's not useful at some point. Absolutely. Dude, we're yeah. still selling songs that we did seven, oh, I eight, believe it. ten years ago. I believe it. I don't know. Like, songs that we good. believed in and they were good. They were good. But, but, you know, it just wasn't the time. Brand value just changed a little bit. So now, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are listening to it with different ears. They're actually listening. <laughs> <laughs> Before, it was just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you? Oh, this is, this is good. Right. You know how that goes. Right, right, right. Stop it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, no, thanks, man. Nah, for sure, oh, dude. Seriously, stop. Thank you again for coming through. Nah, man. no doubt, man. This was fun. And yeah, let's, let's, we got to, I want to do that segment, though, of like, let's definitely do that. To, and we'll just pick like, yeah, then maybe 10, we could, yeah, set it up or I don't know, like back yeah, there or something. I got, like, bro, I got the turntables. Like, let's do can, it. Yeah. Yeah. My dog. Maybe we get like a crew of people, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm with it, bro. Yeah. Let's, help me, help me figure. I'll help bring me John, like, seeing. yeah, because he's he's it. like hip hop aficionado. You know what I mean? Like, how you say the word? Aficionado. Uh, aficionado. Yeah, yeah. And like old school hip hop and yes. all this. Like he knows. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I'm with it. I'd also it. love to do one with all you guys too. So let's get it. My dog, my brother. We out. Peace. <laughs>